Blessed are they who trust in the Lord always. You know, there's a great deal of difference between <clears throat> optimism and hope. Optimism says that, listen, everything's going to turn out all right. Don't worry. Whereas uh, hope, or in particular Christian hope, says no matter how things turn out, God is going to be with you at all times, so don't worry. Now, it may not seem like much of a difference, but it's a huge difference when things don't work out. Um, and when, and most often, um, I, things don't work out the way we want them to work out, um, or at least at that moment. Um, so optimism, you know, has this, and there's this sort of bubbling of optimism often in, in society that says, listen, don't, and people will come up, well-meaning people will come to you, up to you when things are not going well. Oh, don't worry, everything will, will work out. When you've broken both your legs, you got involved in a car accident, you've you, you got all sorts of calamities, and it says everything's going to work out. It doesn't feel so good at that moment. And so as much as optimism is well-placed, it's often... Um, it often is empty. But hope, and particularly Christian hope, says something very different. Christian hope says that no matter what is going on at this moment, no matter how dark it feels or how painful it may be, is that God is, is with you now, and you may not see it. But God will also be with you when you come through with this. Uh, so it doesn't promise a happy ending as much as it promises a constant presence of the Lord. Um, why, why that's so important is because um, when we're suffering, when we're in the middle of struggles or pain, uh, we, we're sick or a loved one is sick, we've lost a job, we're in the middle of some uh, maybe relationship problems, and just things seem to be, well, maybe falling apart. Um, the temptation is to just to say to ourselves or somebody else who is in that state, everything's going to be fine. God's with you, everything's going to be fine. But we have to be careful uh, because we often say or imply that everything will be okay because everything's going to turn out okay. Um, I mean, the proverbial uh, gospel of prosperity, right? That God blesses you and, um, and everything is going to be fine if you're faithful to God. And then if... If you're not faithful to God, God is not going to bless you. Now, that's fine when everything's going well, because then you feel blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. I've got everything. Everything's going well. It's wonderful. But when things don't go well, then you don't feel like God. It's like the God of Job, uh, that battle that Job had. Um, And the struggle is is that uh, when things are not going well, then you think God is no longer around. So, you see, Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, why this is so important is prophet Jeremiah sets the context for today's set of readings. Jeremiah was, if you would, the prophet of doom. Like, he was always like, oh, it's poor me, it's terrible. And, and now he comes to this part and he says, the one who trusts in God is like a tree planted in the desert that it will always, always, be planted beside a river, it will always have will always have fruit. But when you rely on ourselves only, then you're like planted in the desert. And so that perfect, really powerful image that trust in God no matter what. And he's telling himself as well as all his, his listeners this time. Uh, and, and 
along comes Paul. Paul doubles down on this Christian hope. I mean, he says, look, no matter what, God is with us. And, and even if we die, he says, God is with us because eternal life is promised to us. And that's the context that Paul always frames things. And we see it in today's gospel with these are the Beatitudes according to Luke, where, um, where there's four Beatitudes and then four woes, the opposite of the Beatitudes, is that it's not that God will only reward you in the end times, but that God rewards you here and now. And this idea that we're blessed, uh, and of course the implicit part is you're blessed when you're faithful to the Lord. The Lord, if you believe the Lord is here, the Lord will be here no matter what, and just believe that. Uh, again, I don't know what's going on in your life. You, things may be bliss for you, and you, you feel blessed. But you also may be struggling. Um, things may not be going as well as you'd hoped. And, um, and, and what we say is we, we hold on. Right? It's that beautiful song. Uh, it says, hold on to all the difficult times. Trust in God, that God, even though you don't see the hand of God right now, or you don't even hear his voice right now, that he is here in the midst of our lives. And, and so the question is then, how do we do that? Well, you've heard me say it a thousand times, and I, I probably have to re- repeat it another thousand for us to actually hear it, is, is we have to be men and women of prayer, boys and girls of prayer, so that we root ourselves in listening and trusting God uh, like the prophet Jeremiah recommends to us, is to, is to be solidly planted beside the river a wellspring of God's love, that we absorb that into our lives. But it's not only that that we must do, it's also we must be that for others. Because there are times in our lives and other people's lives where even doing that, we need each other. We need the, the Christian hope of seeing our, 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 our community gather around us in those difficult moments. Uh, and it's powerful because it becomes the living presence of God. And that's where these Beatitudes come. It's when we bind together that it matters the most. I know for my, and I've said this before, but when I went through all that difficulty with my, my brothers dying, this community bound around me and made the living presence of Christ real. While I might have felt God was absent, God's presence through you, it was very present. So we need to be that for each other. In a few moments, we're going to be inviting those who are sick among us to come forward. It takes courage to come forward and say, I, I need the anointing. But what we promise to do for them is, like, we can't, we can't cure them. It's not for us to cure. Our, our, it's up for us to care. And that's what we're planning to do, is that with our prayers, we're going to lay our hands on them and ask the Lord to bless them, and if at all possible, God's will, to cure them. But at the very least, that they know that we are caring for them, that by our prayers, by our standing with them, that at this moment in their weakness, in whatever way that is, that we are are committing to compassion and care. So that's what we will do in just one moment. But in all times, we are called to trust always in the Lord.